Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. I am so happy to be here with you today to talk a little bit about rituals to slow down the season. Personally, I am a holiday season freak. (laughs) I love the holidays so much. And the reason I love the holidays is because of the induction of celebration and charm and magic and all of the sensory delight that comes around during the holidays. What I also know is that the holidays, or as one of my friends calls them, the holidays, can be a loaded time with heartache, grief, and all of the various ways that the engine of consumerism take us out of our body. There's also the induction of people-pleasing and perfectionism that come up around the holidays. And so what I am so pleased to bring you today are a few rituals to help ground you into the essence of this time of year. You know, lately I've been doing a lot of research into the pagan holiday of Yule, which is a Norse holiday that celebrates the solstice One of the reasons I'm doing all of this research is because in December, I am hosting a Yule retreat here in Asheville, North Carolina. There is still one spot left. The Sugar Plum Suite is open, folks, and I am so excited for it. Sometimes on my retreats, the emphasis is on glamour or sensuality or diving deep into body image. And the real theme for the Yule retreat is 
C-A-F, cozy as fuck. (laughs) And there's going to be slippers and a spa day and gluten-free peppermint brownies and koya movement every day and a breathwork circle and a planning ritual for 2023. And it's going to be just c'est magnifique. So if you feel called to slow down, recharge, and replenish as you savor the season, head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash retreats. But the reason I started talking about that is because learning more about Yule and learning more about the religion of nature that paganism is, it's illuminated a lot for me about the true essence of this time of year. And so I'm excited to share that with you today of how you can use ritual to involve your body and your senses, as well as some shifts that you can make, not just on the outer, but on the inner, to connect to a sense of presence and ease and timelessness that this season has the power to evoke. And one of my favorite things about this time of year is that it's a time for reflection and it's a time for celebrating and slowing down. And from this place, some of our greatest creativity can arise if you can slow down. (laughs) That is, if you have kids under five and, you know, you maybe are a nurse and work in a hospital this time of year, that might be a little bit of a different story. And I hope that today's rituals will bring you some comfort. But for myself, after the retreat, I'm going to be taking some time off. And this is one of the most sacred times of year for me in terms of creating and planning for the year to come. And one of the things I'm most excited about in this year to come is that I will be living a dream that has been 10 years in creation. And that is the dream of the Come to Your Senses Coterie. So I alluded to it a little bit on last week's episode. And the Come to Your Senses Coterie is a six-month mastermind which is coming back to your body over and over through the portals of beauty, art, and embodiment. I know one of the reasons that people come to this podcast is because it not only delivers a feeling of luxury and slowing down, but it also awakens a relationship to your inner voice and your inner truth that speaks through your body. And this mastermind is a way of connecting with that authentic inner voice that is your own through a path of enriching your life through luxury and through embodying the energy of a deep breath, allowing art to open you and celebrating the sensual as a devotional path. This experience is not a membership style program. It is an all-in six-month immersion that features sumptuous Sunday retreats with guest teachers and artists, embodied living masterclasses with titles like Owning Your Allure, Becoming a Woman Who Wants, How to Create a Bedroom You'll Never Want to Leave, The Art of Seduction, The Art of Clever Conversation, 
the art of being satisfied. Here on the podcast, each week I share gems. And one of the features of the coterie is that you receive a decadent monthly beauty ritual. And finally, as this is a mastermind style experience, you also have Le Petite Coterie, which is a small group of 10 other participants that you are paired with for the entire six months to support one another in leading from your heart, taking risks, being accountable, and deepening your experience of fulfilling, enriching feminine friendship. These are just a few of the droplets of what is coming in the coterie. And there are multiple options to become a participant. There is the savant option as well as the grand dame. And right now there is a $1,000 early signup savings where you can get started for as little as $300. So my loves, when you look at the year to come, and you imagine the kind of energy that you want to embody. If letting your body lead, embracing imperfection, and indulging your senses is part of your vision, join us via the link below this episode at alifewellsavored.com, the Coterie website. And I would so relish in the opportunity to have you in this intimate collective of body lovers, truth seekers, and soulful savants. And so let's dive in to our gems on slowing down to savor the season. You know, one of the most common pressures that takes us out of our body and out of the ability to slow down and savor is the pressure around perfectionism when it comes to the holidays, needing everything to be perfect, needing everyone to be satisfied, perhaps looking at other people's lives on Christmas cards and thinking that they have no problems, <laughs> that they never find themselves eating a gluten-free Pop-Tart for lunch, or maybe two or three one day like I did yesterday, you know, and all other fantasies that the funhouse mirror of only seeing one fragment of a person's life can produce. You know, there's this photo that goes around on social media and it's like what you think new parenthood is going to be like. And it shows someone holding their baby like the Virgin Mary, just glowing with beauty and radiance and pride. And then the next image is like what parenthood is actually like. And it shows a guy, I think, like holding up peace fingers while his wife is in the back wearing nothing but an adult diaper. <laughs> and I've always thought... I want to have a Christmas card like that, you know? Here's to another year of humaning, everybody. And the paradox of perfectionism is that what we're really seeking when we try to make something perfect is a quality of presence. So, for example, 
if I have the perfect number of presents under the tree or the perfect holiday treat baking in the oven when people arrive, I am going to be able to control mine and their experience, which actually takes us out of the quality of presence. And I want to read to you a quote from the Velveteen Rabbit. And it says, Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off, and your eyes drop out, and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all, because once you're real, you can't be ugly, except to people who don't understand. And so may you tuck that into the honeycomb of your mind as a reminder that perfection and presence are not the same thing. And our next few gems are going to be around tangible things that you can do with your hands that are inspired by pagan traditions. So as I said at the start of the episode, paganism is really the worship of nature and the way that God, goddess, the universe reveals itself to us through the rhythms of nature. And one of the rituals that I like to do is something I call secret cauldron. And if you love aromatherapy, you'll probably love this ritual. But also, if you find yourself ungrounded around certain folks or around certain guests, this can be a helpful ritual. So secret cauldron is where you create a simmer pot. And a simmer pot is when you take a group of aromatic herbs and spices and fruits, such as a cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, apple simmer pot. And you just put some water in a pot and you drop those ingredients in and then you bring it to a simmer and it beautifully perfumes your kitchen. You can find a lot of simmer pot recipes online and especially on Pinterest. But why I call it secret cauldron is if there might be someone coming over for the holidays where you experience some friction, you might want to create a simmer pot with something like lemon and bay leaf and cloves, something that has that astringent kind of protective quality. You might diffuse an essential oil like white angelica that has a protective quality to it. Or perhaps you just wish to cast a spell on your guests. And so you might put things like rosemary, orange slices, cranberries, and cinnamon sticks. The possibilities are limitless, and you can take a handful of those cranberries and blow your gratitude into them. You can take the cinnamon sticks and hold them to your heart and set an intention. And this is something you could do when you're having guests over or just on a Tuesday afternoon when you want to whip out your secret cauldron and cast a spell. The next gem is about bringing the outdoors inside. So the tradition of a Christmas tree actually began as a pagan tradition of bringing the brightness of evergreens and their beautiful smell into the home in order to bring more color 
and more light into the dullness of winter. And one of the reasons that we speed up so much around this time of year is a disconnection from those rhythms of nature. We're inside a lot more if you live in a cooler climate. And I have this one precious little birch candle holder. It's like birch wood. And I keep it on my altar around the holidays. I have all these items that are just sacred talismans of the holiday season. And a Yule birch log is one of them. And so I'll put that on my altar. I'll put something on my dining room table. And then in the morning, when I'm eating breakfast or journaling or planning out my day, it's like I have that reminder that while the influence of consumerism makes this feel like a greeting card holiday, the true essence of this season is one of honoring and really worshiping these sacred rhythms. And that helps me more deeply connect to the sacredness of the season in my body. And the final gem that I bring you today has to do with those frickin' frackin' Christmas cards <laughs> and how I personally feel. And if you send me a Christmas card, God bless you. I love you. Thank you. But personally, when I receive a mass-produced Christmas card that isn't signed by a pen in my mailbox, it feels pretty transactional. And it feels like something I could easily go to Instagram in order to have the experience of. And yet, I also feel loved and touched whenever I open my mailbox and see a Christmas card in there. So no shade to you if you send me a holiday card that doesn't have your signature on it. But something that I do, and you know, ultimately these rituals aren't about what we do for others, they're what we do for ourselves in order to have a richer experience of the season. Something that I'll do is actually make my own Christmas cards where, and I keep saying Christmas, but holiday tidings is to send something that feels really special and to create something that feels really special. So that could be going to a paper or stationery store and selecting one to three cards that just feel like such a pleasure to write in and sending them to your closest beloveds. Something that I really enjoy doing too is for my gift tags is I will just take some mixed media or sketchbook paper and some acrylic paint and maybe some gold leaf and I'll make these abstract collages and I then cut them up and use them as gift tags inspired by my good friend Miranda Wildman, who's an amazing artist and who, P.S., just had an amazing oracle deck come out. So we'll put a link to her oracle deck in the show notes. And you could do the exact same for your Christmas cards if you're artsy and craftsy like me. And then something that I'm really excited to experiment with this year my heart aches and breaks for the lost money and the lost environmental integrity 
that happens every year when we unwrap a gift and toss it into a big hefty bag and then put that into the recycling bin. And so something I'm going to try this year is going to the fabric store and buying a few yards of gorgeous fabric and wrapping my gifts in fabric instead of wrapping them in wrapping paper. I don't know how it will go. I don't know if double-sided tape is going to do it. I'm going to try to get creative with some ribbons, but I'm really excited and I will keep you posted. And this idea was inspired by my good friends, Lauren and Elizabeth, who live in Maine and who are some of the most eco-conscious souls that I know. And when I was visiting them for Lauren's birthday, Elizabeth brought out a wonderfully, beautifully wrapped gift that was wrapped in a pool towel (laughs) because they don't use wrapping paper in their house. They get creative and they use pool towels and twine. And I love that about them. And I can't quite go there, Lauren and Elizabeth, but I can meet you halfway with some beautiful fabric. And so those are your gems, my friends. It is a delight to cook these up for you each week. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review, which is just indescribably helpful to spread the message of Come to Your Senses. And if what you heard here today and what you receive from the transmission of Come to Your Senses is something that lights that sacred flame within your soul, and you wish to take a deeper dive into this essence in 2023, my arms are wide open to welcome you. Visit alifewellsavored.com. There will be a link directly below this episode for you to check out the Come to Your Senses Coterie and walk through the year to come as a sumptuous, sensual, magnetic savant. Thank you so much for listening today. We will see you in the next episode. Ciao. What if personal growth could feel like tea and truffles? What if simple pleasures could be your daily sanctuary and glamour a path to God? If you are ready to learn the art and craft of slow, sumptuous living, join us in the Come to Your Senses Coterie. Go to the link below this episode, a lifewellsavored.com.